You're listening to Wholesaling Inc. Episode number 217. Repeat business does happen and it does happen frequently enough. And I love repeat business because there's no marketing dollars for that next deal. So it's strictly pure profit if you can keep that relationship and that follow-up and reach out to these individuals. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. Investor Grit presents Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. Welcome to another episode here on Wholesaling Inc. My name is Cody Hoffheim. I'll be hosting today's episode. And for those of you that are new to our podcast, welcome to the Wholesaling Inc. podcast. We're excited to have you be here. We call each and every one of you Rhino Nation. So we're excited to have you listening today as we deliver nothing but solid value where you can take action and get one step closer to your next deal. Now, for those of you new, we're going to be talking about wholesaling, wholesaling real estate. So to break it down very simple, very quick, wholesaling is just simply the art of finding deeply discounted properties that you can then turn for huge profits. And so you're going to hear one of those ways right now of when you find that deeply discounted property. I'm talking about 50, 60 cents on the dollar where you're finding these homes at a deep discount. And we're going to talk about one of those ways of how you can turn that for huge profits because we have today with us, Mr. Brian Hemmerly from Louisville, Kentucky, married three kids, and he's been wholesaling only for a few months. He joined the tribe in June of 2018. He does this part-time, but he's going to share with each one of you listening today how he was able to find a deeply discounted property and how he is able to turn that for a quick profit that paid him very, very, very well. So we will have him share his story today with you and break that down. So Mr. Brian Hemmerly, how in the heck are you? And fill us in a little bit about yourself. Hey, Cody, appreciate you uh, having me on the show here, man. It's a, it's an honor to be on here after listening to uh, your podcast over the last few months. I would say that I was definitely obsessed with uh, uh, listening to every single podcast. So I appreciate you uh, inviting me to come on here. Well, it's super exciting to see you on here so quick. I I know it was always, we set the goal of, hey, let's get you out on a deal super quick so you can share your story. Because what's beautiful about this podcast is it really truly helps people. And maybe you found this for yourself is our goal here is to help people realize that they can do it, that it's not just one person or this guy got lucky, but that we have consistent podcast episodes that, that will really share their deep story and let you know, man, if this guy can do it, I can do it. And that's, that's hopefully what comes from this podcast. So we're excited to have you on, Brian. Yeah. Again, I appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, I, like I said, I heard so many different podcasts, uh, over the months and I just, I never even heard of wholesaling before. Uh, I do have some rental properties and as a matter of fact, I got a direct mail piece in the mail probably back in, I don't know, say March or April for a property that I own. And I couldn't believe, like, why would somebody send me this direct mail piece? So honestly, that got my <laughs> that got my you know, antennas up. Let me look into see what this wholesaling business is. And so I actually met with a few local folks. And kind of at the same time, I came across your podcast. Uh, I love to listen to podcasts when I'm in the car. 
You know, I no longer listen to, you know, sports talk radio or even music. I always try to find something that's educational. And I really just came across and a lot of the stories really resonated with me. And I would say that, you know, the abundance mindset is really kind of what attracted me to Wholesale Inc. And that's where I started investigating and, and looking, uh, looking into what Wholesale is and how I might be able to, to be a part of it. I love it. I love it. So here you are listening to a podcast. You're figuring out wholesaling from local individuals. What ultimately got you to commit and jump? Because I feel like that can be a hiccup and can be a struggle for most individuals is they hear it, but then they're like, oh, I don't know. Do I jump? Do I not jump? What should I do? It's, it's Sometimes it's very hard. You got corporate America or you got paycheck to paycheck that you're living or there's so many things out there. But what ultimately got you to say, I'm doing this. I'm jumping all in. You know, I I just couldn't believe just some of this, you know, I could say stories or other people on the podcast. It seemed like it was so simple, which it is, but it, you know, it's definitely not the easiest thing in the world. I don't know, man. I'm just competitive. I'm driven. And after talking to Derek, I'm just like, you know what? You know what? I can do this. You know, I might not be perfect at it. And I love how you guys talk about progress, not perfection, right? Take imperfect action. And that just, I decided to move forward with it and see what I can do. And, and it, it's worked out pretty well in a short three months. It has, and it's happened quick. That's what I love to see. So let's go right to the meat and potatoes. Let's go right into this and let's help our listeners understand what they can do. Let's, let's break it down step by step, how you found the deal, what list did you mail, what did the conversation talk or sound like when they're on the phone, and let's really deep dive this, break it down, and uh, add value to our listeners' lives today. Yeah, so... You know, a part of the tribe, one of the things we do is, is send out to our cash buyers list, which I followed the instructions to send it out. And I would say maybe, I don't know, it was probably even a month, almost a month or four weeks, five weeks. So I got a call one morning, about nine or 10 o'clock in the morning, and the the seller or, or cash buyer actually left me a voicemail. So I called him back within probably less than five minutes, talked to him on the phone for around 10 or so. Uh, the thing was, I was actually going out of town that day. And I've been networking with a lot of the local tribe members. And one tribe member in particular has been very helpful. It's a guy named Bo Hollis. And Bo actually, because I was going out of town, went over there and met with the, with the owner of the property. And he, he put it under contract for us. So uh, and- to even slow that down. So this came from just when we talk about cash buyers, for those listening, what you do is when you find these deeply discounted properties, you want to market them to your cash buyers list for people to have cash that can close on them quick. So you weren't even looking for a motivated seller as much as you were just trying to build your cash buyers list so that when you came across deals in the future, you would you would already have cash buyers that want these deals. So you're now just, that's all you're doing. You're now mailing to this to build that cash buyers list. And this is where you got the phone call from? Correct. So I, I guess I'll Holy take a step smokes, back. I love it. So this guy, I guess his renter had just moved out and he was looking to sell the property quickly. His motivation was he was tired and didn't want to have to go and fix this property up. So it just so happened that he, he called me and uh, you know we went ahead and locked up the contract. And within, I think, 24 hours, we had a cash buyer to purchase this property. And we closed on it within 10 days uh, or less than 10 days, even with the holiday. And it paid out. It was a, it was 11K assignment. $11,000 assignment. So I'm even going to break this down now. Let me ring the victory bell for you. And it's going to be my manual victory bell because I don't have one in my office with me today. But so you're going to hear me ring it, just my voice. You ready? Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so Brian, this is awesome stuff. So here you do, you have this deal and 
it closes and it pays $11,000. And you said you split this with, with another individual, but you're all in time into this deal from the phone call to saying, crap, I'm going to be out of town. And you send someone else out on it that's in the tribe. Someone you trust, someone that you know that has an abundant mindset, like you just explained at the beginning of the podcast. How much time are you involved in this? Honestly, I spent more time at, at the closing closing table than I did with this. I'd say I'd say ten or fifteen minutes at most. Um, ten or fifteen partic- minutes and a fifty five hundred dollar payday. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the one thing to look at that I want you to think of as you were on the phone. You could tell he was a distressed, motivated seller in the sense of this guy didn't want his rental anymore. The tenants have trashed it, things of that nature. And so now it was, what else besides that? I mean, is it more of he didn't want to fix it out? He wanted to retire. He wanted to get out of the mess. I mean, help our listeners understand, like when people call in so that if they wanted to send direct mail out, and this is a cash buyer, so that's a that's what's crazy to all of our listeners. Uh, typically, we send direct mail to like people behind on taxes, or you've got code violation, people that just recently received a code violation for maybe their lawn being high or their windows being boarded up. But this was a just from the cash buyers. What did the motivation sound like? It, I mean, to break it down, maybe granular form. So when they are out there sending out mailers and people are calling in and they're asking why are they wanting to sell it, what should they hear? This guy was, uh, like he said, he was older. He said he wasn't in great health. And I think, honestly, he, you know, obviously he didn't want to deal with trying to get somebody else in there, fixing up the property and, and putting a new renter in there. The other plus, well, for this is he has multiple properties. So we did build a pretty good relationship with him to where hopefully, you know, when he has other properties that are, you know, uh, the tenants move out, that hopefully he's going to come back to us because we were able to close so quickly on this property. And you're saying because of the service you gave him on this one, you say he has other properties that he might do this in the future? Yeah, absolutely. So when the tenant moves out, you know, I'm going to be the first that he's going to call to, to hopefully help him so, out. Oh, so key. So I'm jotting this down. This is like my takeaway already. I love this gold nugget. So here you have an individual that's a landlord that owns multiple rentals. And so for those of you that have done deals in the past, I want you to really hone in on that gold nugget right there. That right there can make you a ton of money with very little money. Let me tell you what I mean by that. He sent out a marketing piece. That was your initial cost. He has an individual come back, get him a deal that has more rentals. And as they move out, he's going to start calling up Brian saying, Brian, you're my man, sell it. And Brian's going to be the go-to guy. Now, here's the beautiful thing. How many deals for each of you listening that maybe are not beginners that have never done a deal before, but some of my seasoned people that are listening to this, how many deals have you done in the past where you purchased the home or you put a home under contract from someone that was a tired landlord? This is solid gold. This is now going back to that same landlord that you've already built rapport with, that you've already done good business with, that was already a win-win and following up with that individual and seeing if they have any other rentals. This is something we have tapped into in our own market is repeat business does happen and it does happen frequently enough. And I love repeat business because there's no marketing dollars for that next deal. So it's strictly pure profit if you can keep that relationship and that follow-up and reach out to these individuals. So Brian, you nailed something that not typically is nailed on the podcast. And that's the, the fact of this natural flow of 
referred business that's going to come from this gentleman as people move out of his uh, properties. So solid, solid gold nugget, man. Yeah, he was so shocked that we closed so quickly and there was so little paperwork, right? When you, you know, doing a cash transaction, he just, he couldn't believe it. So he was uh, super happy and yeah, I hope we can do some business with him in the future. Well, here's the beautiful thing. In the future, you will now have, because you were just at the beginning stages. So you didn't have a big cash buyers list, but each day that goes by, you're building that cash buyers list. It's going to get bigger and bigger so that in the future, when you come across these deals, you won't need help from other people to to move the property or anything like that to their cash buyers because you're going to have a big cash buyers list. And so now think of it as the next deal that pays $11,000, you will solely be able to bring in that full $11,000 profit from that deal versus having to split it. Now, it works that you split it. That's what's awesome about this. It works. It was very little time you didn't have a solid way to move it and you didn't have the time because you were moving on town. So that's the beautiful thing about a community, whether you're part of the tribe or just part of a, a good networking group is the fact of how much trust you had in the individual to really go through and follow through with this lead. And then ultimately you guys made a great amount of money and uh, it ends up being a win, win, win all the way around. Yeah. I think that's a big plus for, for the tribe, for the guys that are rhinos that I've met. I mean, you talk about just good people, right? And people that you can trust and that you can go to and ask questions. And that's, you know, like I said in the beginning of the podcast, that's one of the most attractive things about, about uh, you know, Cody and the Wholesale Inc. and Tom and, you know, and Bill Rafter is you talk about just quality people and the people that typically join the tribe are, are going to be quality people as well. I love it. I love it. And thank you for that. These guys are awesome here. I love it. I love working with this team. It's been incredible. So going forward, what does that look like for you? Is this something that since then, have you done deals since that deal? And what does your pipeline look like so that people can understand that this is not a once in a lifetime, oh, we just struck the lottery. But what does it look like for you in the future? Have you closed on other deals? Have you uh, got pipeline ready for other deals? What does that look like? So yes, going forward. Yeah, I mean, I absolutely love love this this business, right? And what it can do for you. And it's always been a goal of mine to be a business owner, run my own business. So that would be the key. Now, that's, it's probably going to take some time. But yeah, so this month in September, after I close on a property this week, uh, it should be just under six, about 16K in the month of September in revenue, which is, I never would have thought that, you know, three months ago. <laughs> Absolutely solid to where it now makes you question like, man, if I was doing this full-time, because here's the beautiful thing, you're doing it part-time. What does that part-time look like? I want a reality to each one of our listeners that think, man, I can't do it. I don't have enough time. Are we spending 15 hours a week, 20 hours a week, 40 hours a week? What does it look like part-time to our listeners? I'd say in the beginning, it was more when I joined the tribe. I'd say now it might be, I don't know, five hours, 10 hours, depends, right? If I have to go to a property or whatnot, but it's it's very minimal. Like I said, I have three kids, so I'm always running around to some some event, right? <laughs> and working a full time, you know, I'm in sales, work, working a full time sales job, so it's minimal. But you know, ideally, I'd love to eventually, you know, do this full time. I love it. So here you are running around, but now it's to the point where it's five to ten hours a week, and you said the the profit that's going to come in, or I, I guess the gross rev that's going to come in for your wholesaling business this month for September is sixteen thousand dollars. Correct. That's absolutely huge. I mean, people would dream to have that. People make a fraction of that working full-time jobs. And here you have something that is doing super well for you at five to 10 hours a week. It is real. And 
I, I always tell people it's not too good to be true. I also don't want this to sound get rich quick. I would never want to preach that. And Brian would never preach that. In fact, you can back me up on the after right when I say this, but it's not a get rich quick. It's simple. He said that. I love that word. It's not easy. It does require a lot of imperfect action. It does require going out and making mistakes. But the most successful people I know that I converse with, that I talk to on a daily basis, those successful individuals are people that make mistakes each and every day. And I will tell you, mistakes are always tuition for a future success. And I've seen that in my own life, and I see that in the lives of people around me. It's committing to making mistakes and taking massive imperfect action. It's going to be it's going to be simple because the process is laid in front of you, but it's not easy. If it's easy, everyone would be doing it, but you'd also know you're probably on the wrong road. But I don't know if you have anything to add to that. Yeah, I mean, I would add that I've been imperfect. I mean, completely imperfect. I mean, I've been, you know, as far as the instructions, I've not been perfect at, but I've taken some some action that I think most people probably wouldn't take. And if somebody's out there listening and is interested in wholesaling, definitely investigate the program. If you're struggling in wholesaling, I tell you what, surrounding yourself with this type of these type of people is worth it. You know, I'm I'm just blessed to to be a part of it. In closing, we always do uh, our we always end our podcast the same way to help our listeners get even more value than what you've just shared. I just I've already written down so many gold nuggets that have come from this episode. Now to end, two things. First and foremost, now looking back hindsight, usually it's 2020 vision helps you see really clear of maybe some of the things you did wrong. But if you were to start all over again, what would you have done differently? So the number one thing I would have done, done differently is uh, definitely build up my cash buyers list. Really build that up, focus on that. I think that's kind of held me back a little bit, but definitely the, the cash buyer list. Build that up as much as you can to the 150 or 200, if not more. And I think that'll help in a long way. Perfect, I love that. So add cash buyers to your list super quick. I've got that. And then the second one is a good book that you would recommend that would help people in their lives, whether that's mindset, whether that's finances, just something that you've read in the past maybe 30, 60 days that you're like, this book has been game-changing. Definitely The Go-Giver. The Go-Giver because it just talks about having an abundant mindset. And I think obviously the tribe you know, comes from that same mindset too. But take your eyes off yourself and put them on other people. Um, quit always thinking about yourself and, and look how you can help other people is, is a big thing. The second part of that, what I would say is for me is, you know, surround yourself with great people and also feed your brain, you know, positive information, you know, stay away from the negative. And that's what I try to do. I and mean, like I said earlier, like I don't listen to sports talk radio. I don't listen to music. I just listen to stuff that's going to feed me uh, and energize me you know, for my day and to make myself more successful. Man, so, 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 so powerful. One thing that uh, to add to that is we have a TV in our house. We have Netflix for the kids every now and again. They'll watch something maybe once every couple days. But as for TV in general, we don't watch the news. It's just nothing but negative. I can't tell you how awesome that that value that you just said is just feed your mind with the positive stuff. If you want to be a millionaire, go surround yourself with a millionaire. If you want to be spiritual, go surround yourself with people that are spiritual. If you want to be successful at wholesaling, surround yourself with the successful wholesalers. It's the power of Jim Rohn all in one, right? Where it's you're the average of the five closest individuals you hang out with. And that is true if you will take it to heart. But you just got to find those power five, right? That are out there, that are crushing it, that are in the destination that you want to be at. And as you hang out with those individuals, 
the likelihood of you becoming them becomes a reality. And so such good wisdom, Brian. I absolutely love it. And I want to thank you so much for being on our podcast today. This is going to help so many individuals. There's so many listening to this today that are like, oh man, I can do this part-time or, oh, I can do this only five to 10 hours a week. Or it could be as simple as just having an open, abundant mindset of working with other individuals where you got your first deal. All of these things are going to add up to be solid value to those that listen to this podcast. And I thank you for joining us today. Well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Guys, this has been an awesome, awesome episode. I want you to repeat, listen to this episode and really hone in on, get out a piece of paper, jot down the gold nuggets that were from this podcast episode. There's so much value given on how to get repeat business, on how to work with individuals that are an abundant mindset to where he only had to do 10 minutes worth of work, but yet got paid $5,500. This stuff is real. It can happen. You just got to put yourself in the right position for it. You've got to get committed. And if you want to do it, you can do it. It's only you that's going to get in your way. Guys, it's been an absolute pleasure having you join us on the podcast episode. And until next time, we'll see you on this next episode where we'll interview our another student where he'll share his tips, tricks, and gold nuggets on how you can get one step closer to doing your first deal. Take care, guys. God bless. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at InvestorGrit.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.